0: Losers! losers. It's time to bitch. bitch. It's Jessica. Hey guys, it's Nicole. We We are are two two chicks who bitch.
1: bitch. Hello. So. So why do we always start with so?
0: I don't know. I tried not to. It didn't work. I failed.
1: All right, well, welcome back. Hi. Welcome back or just welcome. Well, sure. it's Tuesday.
0: It could be both. If you're
1: listening to us on AirDate, it's Tuesday.
0: <laughs> we don't know which Tuesday it is. It's so. a day of the
1: week. That ends with why. Right. And welcome back.
0: I mean, every day ends in Y.
1: Yeah, that was my point, smartass.
0: <laughs> Better to be a smartass than a dumbass. Ah, uh,
1: says you. <laughs> can I be a smart dumbass?
0: Yeah, you can okay. be so cool. smuck and fart. Yay! My life goals achieved. I can't with you now. Oh. I I have a
1: topic thought thought topic topic. So watched okay. a video the other day. That's dangerous on the on the uh on the uh, on the good old tickety talk. Okay. <laughs> I had to say that like. <laughs> yeah, You're such no.
0: a mess. On the tic tac, I saw it on the tic tac. Wait, did I show <laughs> you that my mom? Put that in our our family chat. What? tac No, call something else and we fucking mock the shit out of her for it. <laughs> um, and I'm sure my stepsister's going to listen to this at some point and just. I hope she's not driving when she hears this because she will laugh her ass off and hopefully not. <laughs> she's gonna be the like, "Oh my gosh, I know what she's talking about." Yeah, well, because it started this whole fucking. Wait, okay, so that's the itchy booty hole, so it's got to be no. after that. <laughs> Why My do you always
1: have... do this? Every time we start a recording, <laughs> you have to talk about a body part. Why? What is your obsession?
0: Look, your husband started it last time. Oh, God, oh, God it never comes. Here called. it is. It's like, it's like we don't have <laughs> hidden Mickeys. We don't have Easter eggs. No?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have, like, uncomfortable body parts.
0: Fact. So- it started because my mom goes Ash send me the tick tick So I can show Gary <laughs> So like instantly My stepsister goes in and goes the tick tick And puts the, sm- the laughing out la- Or crying laughing <laughs> Then my sister comes in with more crying laughing And she goes us youngins And our tick tick <laughs> So then because my stepfather Is on the same level as the rest of us He goes even I know it's ticky talky <laughs> Oh, that's a better one. Wait, it it gets better because then my stepsister throws in a a gif of a dancing (laughs) tic-tac thing. And it's the uh huh ones. She goes, those are the best ones. And my mom goes, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) So then we all just stopped talking because it was like, we're done. We've taken this as far as it can go. Then, so then Easter, fucking... This is, you all wonder why I am the way that I am. Here, right here, this is it. Easter morning, my mom puts in our family chat, happy Valentine's Day, followed by a happy Easter picture. (laughs) So, again, that just set everybody off. So here comes my stepsister. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. My stepfather jumps in with Merry Christmas. My sister jumps <laughs> in with Happy Halloween. I go happy Fourth of July. <laughs> my mom's like, well, I guess everybody's alert today. <laughs> She's like, just checking. So if any wonder, why I am the way that I am. Oh, gosh. That's it. Anyway, that's so scary. you're, you're ticked. Your are tick-tick. My, <laughs> the tickity talkie Your are tickity Tickity-talkie. <laughs>
1: I really need to do a better job of remembering whose videos I watch because, so I can actually credit people, because I have no idea whose video it was. Don't even think I saved it. I just remember coming across it. And the gist of it essentially was, hear me out, Bellatrix Lestrange is a Hufflepuff.
0: Yes, I saw that. And I agree with that, actually. And I'm like... She's
1: dark. when uh, would i I had a moment of like wait when was she ever not a hufflepuff (laughs) see (laughs) like i as a hufflepuff i had that reaction wait when was she ever not but then i thought about it i'm like i don't know that it's ever mentioned because you never really truly know any of the adults houses unless you see unless you go in their past like if you're one of the four you know they were all gryffindor if you if It's Snape, you know, he was because it's it's part of the backstory, but hers.
0: It was it was Good Bay Leaf Dog. That's who did the Bellatrix Hufflepuff video. Okay. Yeah, because
1: I think it was on my For You. I don't think it was my followers. Yeah, it showed up on my For You, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. She, I think this is the one, I think she's the one which she does a big thing on the Weasleys. Yeah, I was just like, it was, you know, it was, and again,
1: I know that there's a lot of backstory that's been written that's out on Wizarding World, aka right. also previously known as Pottermore, that I i don't think, I, don't, I haven't really read through much of what's out there. Just, I read through some, and then I just kind of lost interest. I think after yeah. I don't know, like it. I, I went and looked. Through, commercialized, that's why. Yeah, and I went and looked through like the ones that like really interested me. Like, oh yeah, I want to go no more, but Bellatrix wasn't one. And I don't know if it's out there. I didn't, I didn't go cross check and do my research like a good little researcher, but it was just interesting that's to know like, Yeah, of course she is loyal to a fault mm, to Voldemort. So good the, way. The yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like that's I I expected no less. Like that is a hundred percent half a <laughs> there, there's no there's that yeah she's batshit crazy she just let her crazy out the rest of us hide it yeah so yeah i thought that was uh it was just interesting that it came up and i'm just like did that people were questioning this like who like i there was never a doubt in my mind oh See,
0: i her. don't know that i ever thought about it until she was always just i don't think i ever really thought of her house because in my head she was voldemort's lapdog Mm-hmm. And that was just how I always saw her. I never thought she was Slytherin, but I never really went any further into the the thought process about her other than that until I saw that TikTok. And I was like, yeah, it's, she definitely is. Mm-hmm. Definitely is. Although, did you see the, the meme I sent you with her sleeping on set? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. With her head just plastered down on the table. Yep and it was a, yeah. it was a death eaters meeting scene and i was like well that's if that's not iconic then i don't know yeah.
1: it is. so another funny thing that happened today so we we like me and my family we are going back to universal mm-hmm. not this coming uh ne- this weekend I'm trying to, i'm trying to think of the calendar in my head i think it would be this weekend by the time this this airs and mm-hmm. uh Short Stack was explaining to my niece and nephew about all the rides cuz my brother's like hey you know you, tell your tell your cousins that they can't you know They can't chicken out. They have to go. So I chimed into the conversation, was like, "The rule is, if Short Stack goes on a ride, you guys have to go on it. Like that's the rule. You have to follow suit because he's the smallest. Well, maybe well now, now him and my nephew are the same now. But for a while, he was always the smallest. So I'm like, if he does it, the two of you can't because my niece is older. My nephew's two months younger than him. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's no there's no chicken out. If he goes on it, you guys go on it. And then he starts explaining the rides. He's like, yeah, and we're tall enough to go on Hagrid's now. That's going to be awesome. And he's like, oh, but my favorite is Gringotts. And when you go on Escape for Gringotts, you're going to go in the cart and then you turn the corner and then the crazy lady comes out and she's going to whip her lightning at you with her wand. And then the thing tilts and it just goes pitch black and you
0: fall. (laughs) I love, I love short stack. Like that's how he described the ride. I can't. And my niece
1: was like, "What do you mean you fall?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, it's so cool." And then you see the dragon, and like he kept going, and I was like, "It's so interesting." And I mean, he was spot on, really. If you right. think about the ride, he was spot on. It's just so interesting to see it from his perspective and how he remembers it. Mm-hmm. To then go explain it to another tiny person, <laughs> like himself, like to another kid, like it was just <laughs> like. Like, I lo- I looked at my husband, and I was just like, he, he really explained that really well. And then my right. husband looks at me and goes, you don't fall in Gringotts? And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you like, do. He's like, where do you fall? I'm like, you always forget this fall. It's at the very beginning of the ride, and you always forget it exists. It's like she literally breaks through the wall, yells at everybody, calls us all muggles or muggle-born or whatever, and then the whole thing just floats in the air and then just drops into pitch black nothingness. Like, how do you forget that? <laughs> like, I just I'm like, how how do you forget that? Yeah, it was just it was it was comical. So I'm, I'm excited because we did Disney with them in 19. And now we get to do Universal with them for a weekend. So that's going to be that's going to be fun. This is going to be the year of Universal. So I feel like I'm going to apologize in advance because our content has been extremely Universal and Harry Potter heavy lately. And I'm not mad about that. I just, It just wasn't our initial intent, but that's just kind of what's happening in our world. That's what's going on. And I know while we were there um, with the friends that we're with, we started talking about how Universal is building that third theme park in Orlando. And that there's going to right now, uh, there's a whole proposed section that's just fantastic
0: <laughs> Beasts. Yes.
1: Um, which should be interesting to see once it's – because there's supposed to be like a Ministry of Magic ride.
0: But it's the American ministry, isn't it? It's not Um, the British ministry. I don't
1: know. I don't know. I'd have to go check and see. Um, I don't know if it actually names it, because I think they have the pictures from when Universal um, released it. And I think anything that's out there right now is just speculation. Mm -hmm. But I know like that third theme park is supposed to have a hotel right in the theme park. That's That's exciting. And then there was like a classic monster section, which which makes sense because they do a lot with classic monsters in Universal itself, especially Halloween time. We saw the horror show the other day when we went. They're going to have a Nintendo section, which is going to be
0: awesome. That I'm so excited for.
1: And they are going to have a how to train your dragon and then the Fantastic Beast. So it's I'm I'm super excited for it. I have no idea when this thing's supposed to be ready because it got delayed because of 2020. As in right. many things, um, but they're supposed to be like outside streets in the Fantastic Beast. I just don't know if it is. There's speculation on if it's going to be like in the Parisian streets, like we saw in the Crimes of Grindelwald. Okay. But I don't know. I really, I really don't know. I guess I have to go do some research to talk about it a little bit more. I didn't, I didn't intend to talk about this right now. It just kind <laughs> of naturally came there. So I don't have enough information to.
0: Of course, it <laughs> did as as usual
1: <laughs> to speak on it like. With some level of knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> but it is expected to open in <laughs> 2023, I think, is the new expected opening date. Oh, is uh, it? Everything. Yeah, I think it's 2023. Because they've already broken ground. Like, you can follow. Um, so, BioConstruct does a lot of both Disney and Universal. So, like, when Disney was building Star Wars Galaxy's oh. Edge... Um, if you follow bio reconstruct, they post a lot of like aerial pictures oh, of cool. all the builds. So there's there is already a uh, aerial picture of all the ground, like it's just dirt. Like you can see them like laying the foundation and and laying it out in terms of what's going to go where. Um, oh, cool. So you can kind of already see it starting to, to build out. But oh, I knew what I wanted to talk about. Uh-oh. I knew okay. what I want to talk about. So we can definitely talk more about Epic Universe if you want. I just don't know much about it. I feel like I need to go do some research before we talk about that. Well, uh, and, and there's not a whole
0: anything. lot out there yet, so it's, it's no.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is speculation. I mean, we have a picture, like the rendering of what it's supposed to look like. So if you like zoom in on that picture and look at it closely, which is what a lot of people do, and then try to figure out what exactly is in there, I think people just kind of did their their best to kind of guesstimate. You can really tell, like the How to Train Your Dragon looks like a little Viking town, right? So you can like that's blatantly obvious. Um, I want to say based on this picture that I'm looking at and i just googled epic universe and it was the first picture that came up in google but the um, the rendering that universal released looks like it's the british ministry
0: oh that would be nice
1: and there's a huge dark ride because the the whole it's like a huge show building
0: here's i and i i read this as well and i don't know if this is still accurate but the reason why there's so much speculation is because if any of you have watched the movie oceans i think it's 12, where they're back in Vegas, and Banks is building his casino hotel, and he partners with one of Ocean Danny Ocean's crew, and then kicks him out at the last minute takes all of his money dude has a heart attack and so now they're gonna get revenge on this guy banks anyway while he's building this giant brand new hotel in vegas there's no copy of the full plans for the hotel he submits pieces of it but nobody has the full plans except for him and i've read that kind of similar to what universal is doing as so much as they're allowed to by law so nobody's really sure because nobody has a complete set of plans for what exists. there's pieces out there that have been so the nintendo world people have like you said the renders that are out there people have seen them but nobody knows if that's current is it old Mm -hmm. nobody seems to be able to find a current blueprint that shows everything that's being built so it seems like they're trying to keep it as hidden as possible for as long as possible which you know what you don't know that because you can literally just
1: (laughs) Orlando's in Orange County Florida and anything that gets approved by the county for permits Mm -hmm. gets posted it's public record and that's where these people go find this they go look to see what the theme parks request permits for And then they speculate off of that. Right. Like I think we talked about on the on the car ride either up or down to Universal (laughs) last weekend where (laughs) Disney has an agreement with Orlando where they have so many so much percentage of the land they own in Orlando has to be um, conservation land. Like that's the agreement that Walt Disney made with either with the city or with the state or whomever that a certain percentage of the theme park has to be conservation land. And originally it was intended for like the theme park itself because all there was was Magic Kingdom. So a certain percentage of Magic Kingdom was conservation land. It could not be built on over the years. They've built more parks. They've bought purchased more land. So what they do is if like they're building Tron in Magic Kingdom. So there's a huge section of land behind the Tomorrowland Speedway and Space Mountain that they're building Tron on. That land used to be conservation land. Just like where Fantasyland exists today in Magic Kingdom um, in Orlando, that used to be conservation land. So what they do is they go buy land elsewhere around the parks that they didn't own previously Uh and mark it as conservation land. So they can then turn the previous conservation land into buildable land. So they're still maintaining their agreement of having so much percentage of the land that they own in the area as protected or conservation land, still being able to expand the theme parks where they exist. So it's kind of like their little... So they're constantly buying up land. So every time they buy like huge chunks of land, there's always a speculation of, oh, Disney's buying land. They must be building a new theme park. Right. Now they built Animal Kingdom in what, 97, 98, I think. Is right, and the only thing that they've done massive since then is they is they're remodeling everything. So like they did huge expansions to Hollywood Studios with Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land. Right. They did the Fantasyland expansion to Magic Kingdom. They're overhauling Epcot right now as we speak, in, in preparation for the 50th anniversary next year, which we're and going. By the way. Yeah, fingers crossed we get there. Yeah. That's the goal. Yes. Um, and Animal Kingdom's still relatively new, so they're just kind of like in maintenance mode. They, they obviously they did Avatar. Right. Um, but nothing. Really crazy that they've done. So it's just it's it's interesting because one of the big speculations mm-hmm. that because Universal and Disney and Orlando they're always competing with one another right so universal did an entire themed section of their part to harry potter which was a huge like when it i remember when it was first announced and people were like what there's no way like you know they're they're putting a lot of money into banking that you know the fandom's still going to exist and it's gonna and it's not going to die out and yada yada because there's other pieces like think about it there used to be a jaws ride There used to be a back to the future ride there's things that they've had to move and replace because over time they weren't relevant anymore So to do a whole themed section like that in two parks now instead of just one was a huge undertaking. So, well, I guess three parks if we count Hollywood. So Disney's counter to that was Galaxy's Edge. Right. They said, okay, we can do that, too. And they did Galaxy's Edge. Granted, I haven't been there yet, so I can't compare it. Um, So now that Universal is doing a third, some would argue, four because they have the water park now, too. But a third theme park, not just the water park. Mm -hmm. In Orlando, people are speculating that Disney's going to build a fifth park.
0: Oh, we talked about this. Yes.
1: Now, this was coming before Disney announced the overhaul to Epcot and the expansion of the Tron coaster in in Magic Kingdom. So I think a lot of that speculation came because they were buying up land so they Mm -hmm. could do the things they're doing now in the parks. So I don't know that there's a lot of – I've watched a couple of different – like I watched a couple of different vlogs about it and just read through some articles that I found just to really – See, so like, okay, is there really some truth to it? But like you're saying, they release things in pieces. They mm-hmm. purchase the land in pieces. They like they're purchasing land now for things they want to do five years from now. Right. So like we're trying to connect the dots, but it's it's really not you really have to you really have to know. But one of the big speculations that was going around was that Disney was going to build a fifth theme park in direct competition with the epic universe that Universal is doing. And it was to be not I don't know if it was the speculation was all of it or at least a good portion of it was going to be villain themed, which I am here for that. Like if Disney (laughs) just did a villain themed park, that would be so amazing, even if it was just like one section of the park, because if you think about it, they can't do that. They do it in Magic Kingdom during Halloween time. Right. But Magic Kingdom is the family park. So nothing right. scary. It's it's I mean, their Halloween party itself is called not so scary. Like there's nothing scary about it. They do. They have the villains that come out. Yes, absolutely. But if they had a true like just spookified villain, like dirty park. Well, <laughs>
0: it's like I don't know what and else I to feel call it. Like- uh, so, first of all, I agree with you. I'd love to see my badass villains out there. Mm-hmm. And I think Disney's got a new movie coming out called Cruella. Have you seen the trailers for that yes, yet? I'm a stone. Um, and it looks
1: – well, because, all right, so Wait. Disney's – but they've been down the path of villains for a while now because Mal- Maleficent has two movies. Right. They did the whole Descendants series, which were right. books, right, based on the kids yeah. of all the Disney villains.
0: Yeah. No, uh, my niece read them as well. The, De- yeah. the descendant books
1: and i've watched the movies yeah
0: it's i mean, I, I read I some it. other books from
1: that same author didn't uh-huh. even realize it was the same author then i was like oh <laughs> i should probably go read those because those movies are actually like i watched all of those movies like intentionally yes <laughs> as an adult
0: <laughs> because as as good as disney does their hero and their heroine their villains are amazing mm-hmm truly amazing characters Mm -hmm. and if you look at them, it's they're so multifaceted. They are the way they are because of some sort of, I'll say usually, usually because of some sort of trauma in their life. We saw it with Maleficent, Ursula, you know, it's, it, it, the list goes on. The, well, the stepmother was just a bitch, but that's, again, that's not Disney's story. That's That's their interpretation. Of, right.
1: Oh, look. Actual Disney movies that we know today are fan fiction of other stories. Hmm. Where
0: have we heard that Where have we heard before? that?
1: Hmm.
0: So all of you that say fan fiction isn't real?
1: Yeah. Sorry. To- other topic last week. If you didn't Squirrel. hear it, go listen to it. But we had to go there. Anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that would be I, – I would – I would totally love to see a villain themed. Yeah. Especially me. Like I am such a name before Christmas. Hocus pocus. Like all of, of the like the cult classics from when like we were kids that when they came out, we were like, ah, and then like five years went by and we were all like, These are the best, best movies, movies ever. Ever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, that would be awesome to like, cause right now, the only time you can see Jack and Sally at Disney world is during Halloween time. Yeah. And the line to see them is ridiculous. Like you literally need to go to like you have to pay the extra money to go to the the Mickey's not so scary bash, which is after park hours like four o'clock and it's at seven o'clock, but you can get in as early as four Uh and you literally need to get there and get in line where they're going to be and just sit there and wait until they come out at seven. Cause that's just how long the line always is. Granted, it's not. I'm, I'm sure the Halloween party got canceled last year because 2020. Right. So I don't know what they're going to do this year, because even this year, like they just all the characters just walk around the park like you can't.
0: Yeah, you can't. I mean,
1: I haven't been. But from what I've been seeing online,
0: you can't um, hug them, you can't touch them. Right. Right. Because
1: um, even too, like at Universal, like they put them on a stage or they'll put them like up behind some shrubbery. and yeah. You can take a picture on the ground in front of them, but you're nowhere near them.
0: Yeah, Bart was in the bus, wasn't he? Yep,
1: yeah, they still have, yeah, yeah, they still the um I saw Bart there and I saw Homer there. Yeah. And then I saw the trolls up on behind the railing in mm-hmm. outside of the U stop area.
0: And they had I mean, the secret life on. of pets one that they, they came out on the float on the stage. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, you know, they're getting creative.
0: Well, they kind of have to. to. Mm-hmm. Because and we talked about this when we were at the park that they put so much money and time and effort into redoing the parks for covid that i don't and disney has flat out said this is the way it's going to be from now on Mm -hmm. even once we go back to whatever normal is going to be these restrictions and policies and all of that are staying in place because they spent too much money and too much time fixing the park for this and let's be real let's just all be honest for a minute how much more enjoyable is it when you don't have 30,000 people breathing mm-hmm. down your neck, you know, when you don't have to wait 4 hours to get on a ride. Well, yes. And it doesn't
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. That's
0: okay. Well, uh, I was just going to say well, yes, it you know, it it kind of fosters that more of a divide between who can and who can't go. But look, let me tell you what. I've been to Universal four times in the past what year? 6 months? Year. Almost eight, a nine, year now. Eight, yeah. Eight, eight, and I've had the best time of my life and it's been at less capacity. As a matter of fact, when we went for my birthday weekend, that's the busiest it had ever been since I had gone and even that was okay. I was okay. It was I think the longest wait we saw was an hour or 70 minutes and that's doable. I'm okay with waiting an hour. Mm. That's fine. But like Three hours is a lot. It just is, and like people, ugh, people have no concept of personal space. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I'm just getting old, but like I don't want somebody breathing on my neck. Like, give me a and little. And that wasn't bit of even I
1: don't, it wasn't necessarily a people thing. Like, I've I've been to many a theme park prior to. 2020 and they they make you like they would literally sit there and be like come on guys all the way in all the way in fill in yeah. all the space and all the, like they made you do it so it just became the norm like okay we need to fill in all the space with all these strangers like yep. and, and now it's like no 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 can't do that but going back to um to disney in terms of hey this is our new norm so yeah the last couple of years disney went through a whole price range change like they changed the way they price everything they're they're their daily tickets, their weekly tickets, their season passes, they changed everything and their whole, like, everything that they, like, press release or whatever about why they were increasing their prices. Granted, mm-hmm. obviously, is to make more money, but it was also to deter people from coming to the park because mm-hmm. the feedback that they were getting was that the experience wasn't the same because the park was too packed because it was, as expensive as Disney is, it was too affordable because... <laughs> If you think like the last decade, every commercial that I ever saw online on TV for Disney was, hey, a family of four can go to Disney for 1500 bucks." Yep. You know, you go to a value hotel, you go on the off season. Like they they were constantly pitching that you can afford to go if you do it the affordable way and it's only 1500 bucks for a family of four. So people are like, shit, I can do that. And then I'll go find my own cheap flights or I'll get them through like whatever. So they made it so attainable to so many people that all of a sudden the quality of the experience was starting to deteriorate because the parks are so full. Yep. And they didn't decrease capacity because why the hell would they do that? They're making money. Yep. COVID forced them to change their capacity. And now I haven't checked recently, but I don't think their prices have drastically gone up. Like Universal's prices have gone down. Yeah. And they've been running a lot of deals. Um, I know Disney's been running, their Florida resident deal, they run it this time every year, but I think it's cheaper than what it was the last two years because I purchased it the last two years and this is the only year I haven't. And this Mm -hmm. year I think was even cheaper than the last two. So they're definitely doing some adjustment things, but again, they're not running at full capacity. They, I didn't know this. I was talking to um, someone at work the other day was like, Hey, I'm thinking of going. And like, she was asking me like some questions, like what, you know, she thinks like, you know, would make sense. And she said this to me, and I've been so out of the Disney loop that I didn't even realize they're not doing Fast Passes right now. Yeah, They're I doing know. virtual line like Universal. Yep. Which I was shocked. I opened up my app, just was like, oh, let me just go check and see what the wait times are at Disney right now. And I went and looked, and the wait times are pretty average compared to, all, like, you know, Seven Doors Mine Train was still, I think, 85 minutes, which 85 to 120 is usually what that ride is. And then, um, like, Small, small World, I think, was... 65 minutes which is surprisingly Mm -hmm. enough for that ride that's usually what it is so the the wait times are no different than what they've been in all the times I've gone in the past but then I was looking and I was like oh what they have virtual line too because that was you always like Universal's virtual line was their response to Disney's fast pass was like oh you're doing fast pass great we're gonna do virtual line oh you're doing magic bands okay we're gonna go do I forget what they call them now but they have the They have bands at the water park Oh. to get into your. So like if you're a universal or Island, you go on the app and Uh you can do virtual line for the rides that have it available. Every ride at the water park is either standby uh, or I'm sorry. They're either walk on or virtual line. So if there is no line, they let you walk onto the ride. The minute there is a line, you can no longer walk on. You have to go tap your band on the kiosk and it'll, it'll, put you in queue and it'll tell you, um, okay, you are now in queue and your time is whatever. And it'll tell you what time, what your time is to ride, but you can only be in queue for one ride at a time. Oh. So whereas at universal studios, you can open the app, say, Hey, I want to ride Hagrid's. It gives you a bunch of times. You pick the time and say, okay, I got eight people with me. Right. Right. Whereas at the water park, you have your (laughs) band and only your band. So everyone has to go hit the kiosk. Right. But if, like we, I remember when we went, we hit the, um, we tapped the band on the water roller coaster uh-huh. because we really uh-huh. wanted to do it. But the wait was like an hour and a half. No, I think it was Jeez. longer. I think it was maybe two and a half minutes. I think it was like two and a half hours, minutes. Yeah, it was two and a half hours. So we were like, all right, whatever. We're going to go in the Adventure River. We're going to go in the late, we're going to do all these other things. So we tapped our bracelets and we went and did it. And then meantime, we were like, oh, we want to go on the two big spiral water slides. Right. So we got there. That one also had a wait. So we were like, OK, no big deal. We're going to go tap our band again. Tap a band. They were like, you already have a ride that you're waiting for. Would you like to replace it with this one? And we were like, oh, you can only have one at a time. So if a rides like a three hour wait or like two rides or the three hour waits, then you can only wait for one at a time. It's so that's the kind of sucky thing about it. Like the fast pass at Disney, you could always do up to three rides Um, They would tier their rides, but you could do up to three, and then once you use those three, you can go add another, and then another, and another, as long as you use them up. Universal's, obviously, there's a lot more loopholes with Universal, because if you have five people in your party, all five of you can open the app and go reserve a spot for five people. And then you can ride the ride multiple times, which, if you can get a spot, that's great for you. Sucks for everybody else who couldn't get a spot. Right. So, But at the same time, I think that's why they um, re they reopen spots throughout the day. Yes. Right. Because if you're there first thing in the morning, you open your app, you're going to get Hagrid's. Like if you're there at gate open, you're going to get Hagrid's. It might not be the time you want, but you're going to get it. Right. Then at eleven, two, and four, they reopen them again. And you, like I was sitting there at four o'clock on Friday, refreshing that app.
0: Yeah. And then I, I, I went, that I though. went
1: for the first time and then the second time and then we got it. So it's like, right. there's, it the, the virtual cues at Universal are a little bit more forgiving if you're there and you're on top of it.
0: Right. Which so. makes sense. Yeah. And we talked about that, too. When we were getting ready, we talked about the the different rules and the, the magic bands and all of that stuff and how that ties in. It's part of it, and it's there's pros and cons to both of it. You know, whether you do that, whether you do something else, it, you know, you get four people and everybody takes a time slot. But then, you know, maybe you don't go on all four times. So then your stuff's going to get released. So it's it's I see pros and cons to both Disney and Universal and how they do it.
1: And Universal is definitely catered more towards the non planners. Like right. I'll, I'll say like the pantsers to use a writing tool, like a writing term, like the pantsers that people just Oh, I'm just going to go to, you know, universal. And we're just going to go do whatever we want to do. And we'll figure it out as we go. We're not going to really plan ahead. And Disney is more for the planner or the prepper. Like if you go to Disney without a plan, you're going to have fun. You're going to do stuff, but you're probably not going to do all the things that you wanted to do right? or the majority of them because they're not going to be available to you because you right. had to book them 90 days ahead of time. But if you're right. someone who likes to plan ahead, like I am, you can get. Like, I got all 14 of our party onto Flight of Passage. Which is amazing. Yeah, you know, in the Avatar world, in Animal Kingdom. And that ride's usually like a three and a half hour wait. And to get a Fast Pass, if you don't get the Fast Pass the minute they go live, 90 days before you actually get to the park, you're not getting a Fast Pass. And that's what I did at, like, midnight. I was stalking and refreshing, and I got the Fast Passes for all of us. So if you're still with us, thank you for listening to our our miscellaneous (laughs) rambling. We greatly appreciate that.
0: Facts,
1: um, and we totally we went on. Yeah, wow. how do we end up here? How do we I, always keep talking I about end theme parks? Like we started about Hufflepuffs. Uh, oh, oh, because I started talking about rides, and then yeah, how I'm going again. See,
0: this was your fault.
1: <sighs> All right, we're just gonna we're gonna rename our podcast to Two, two Chicks Who Bitch About Theme Parks." Can we just do that?
0: <laughs> Lately, that's where we've been going. But for a
1: while there, it was just Harry Potter. So I'm like, are we just gonna be like two chicks who bitch Harry Potter? No, now we're just two chicks who bitch theme parks.
0: No, because we threw Marvel in there too. But no, I have I have things for our next episode that are actually not Harry Potter and not theme parks. Did you hear that, everybody? Yeah. Be
1: excited. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing <laughs> us talk about Harry Potter and theme pox. Pox. Oh, pox, my gosh. Theme you're pox. done.
0: That's it. We're going to say goodnight. night because the accent. All... The accent
1: is heavy tonight. Oh,
0: Cox. listen, coffee milk. You need to awesome. go relax. I like,
1: I like my coffee milk. You need Actually, to back up.
0: I do, too. It was really good. I
1: know. I made you try it.
0: It was really good. Okay, before I we do. go off on that tangent.
1: Can I go drink water out my bubbler?
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Any of you from Rhode Island that listen to this? Yeah, whatever. They I know. don't know. I get it. Y'all murder the English. Why life. did
1: you have to give it away? I was curious to know if anyone could pinpoint.
0: Because uh, oh, well, all the people from were going to be like, hey,
1: that sounds like me. Party I'm on. Party on, Garth.
0: <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.